With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The best election coverage in this country continues this evening. So, uh... Donald Trump feeling strong. Um, Talked to a couple of his guys today on the phone. And I do that routinely, um, not just with Trump, but a lot of campaign people give me inside stuff. They never want to be quoted. I understand that. But it's good for me to have an information flow coming on in here. So uh, the former president's feeling pretty good. And we got uh, some good reporting on him tonight. Nikki Haley also feeling okay. She knows she's not going to win. She may win New Hampshire. But she won't win the nomination unless there's a catastrophe of some kind. And I will explain that tonight. So you say, well, why is she even bothering? There is a reason. Ron DeSantis, I, I don't know. I told uh, Sean Hannity on uh, his radio program, I don't even know why DeSantis is continuing. No shot at all. Now, Hannity is a, kind of a friend of DeSantis. Um, so it was an interesting conversation. We posted it on BillOReilly.com. I don't have a lot of use for the governor myself now after this book uh, banning thing and all that. But I could be wrong. I'm open-minded about it. And finally, President Biden, just Biden this time. It's going from day to day, kind of drifting over. Uh, we'll have some information on him. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points Memo. Let's get with the facts first. So January 23rd, next Tuesday, New Hampshire primary, Democrat, Republican. Biden's not even on the uh, ticket. in uh, registering. And if you are a Democrat, you can vote in the Republican primary. So that means that a lot of Democrats who hate Trump We'll vote for Nikki Haley, which will make the race a lot closer. Then you go to February 3rd, South Carolina Democrat. Biden will overwhelmingly win that. Then you go Nevada Democrat on February 6th. He'll win that. Uh, Nevada Republican Caucus, February 8th. Trump will win that. Virgin Islands Republican Caucus. I think there's eight that people to caucus down there. Trump will win that. And then February 24th, South Carolina Republican primary. So that's a month away from New Hampshire. What are they going to do in that month? So I don't know. And then um, you go into uh, Super Tuesday on March 5th, and that'll be the end of it formally. So there'll be other primaries, but they don't matter. So come on back to me. The reason I say that it's over now is is this, and I'm going to be as simple as I can be because I'm a simple man. Donald Trump's appeal to 40% of the Republican electorate is locked. 
no matter what happens to Donald Trump, they got 40% who are not going to deviate from him. Another 30% will vote for Trump. They're not 100%, but they're solid. So there's no way a Nikki Haley or a Ron DeSantis can overcome that. They just can't. Now, what the press will do, and we said this earlier this week, is that if uh, Haley beats Trump in New Hampshire, and that's possible, with all Democrats voting against Trump for Haley, then the press for a month will pound that Trump's a loser, Trump's on the decline, bump, 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 bump. Okay? For four weeks, that's all you're going to hear. It won't matter. Because the Republican base doesn't listen to the press anymore. Doesn't. The Republican base doesn't even watch Fox News much anymore. I don't know where they are. They're scattered all over the place. So you've got a situation which is unique. And here's why it's unique. The far left, coordinating with the Biden White House, made a calculation about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, that they were going to destroy Donald Trump by using the courts, both civil and criminal. This was a well-thought-out campaign. You see it in New York, Letitia James, the Attorney General, Alvin Bragg, the uh, District Attorney of Manhattan. You see it in Georgia, Fannie Willis. You see it with the special counsel, Jack Smith. You see it down the line. They are all the same. They come from the same place. And this was well-coordinated. We're going to get them. Now, nobody knew it would not work. They thought it would work. Far left thought they'd get them. They didn't get them. Because Americans at that point, after Russian collusion, after that whole thing that went on for years, turned out to be fake, bogus, the American people went, whoa. And then we had the FBI, we had all of this stuff. So the conservative traditional American has no faith in the justice system of this country right now. Merrick Garland? Crime fighter? Come on. So that everything they threw at Trump made him stronger. That's why Trump shows up in these civil cases in New York City when he doesn't even have to. But he wants to bring attention to them because those cases are so weak and foolish. And now with Atlanta blowing up, and they're going to have to do something with this Fannie Willis down there. I'm going to get to it a little bit later. They can't let this ride. They just can't. This is about as corrupt as you get. So the Republican vote has now coalesced around Donald Trump because of the corruption veered against him. And because the media props up that corruption, encourages it, enables it, the media has no credibility at all. None. The Los Angeles Times is going to fold. I mean, they're about as far left as you can get. And if you look at the numbers for CNN, it's embarrassing. CNN is embarrassing. Nobody watches it. 
And the only reason that they, uh, MSNBC gets a million, a million and a half in prime time, the only reason is there are that many Trump haters who want to hear that every night. That's it. So Donald Trump, and nobody could have predicted this, has benefited in the electorate from all of these cases, civil and criminal, against him. That's why Nikki Haley has no shot. Ron DeSantis has no shot. It's not about policy. It's about Americans saying, we're not going to let this happen. We may not like Trump that much, but we're not letting it happen. And that's the memo. David Axelrod, honest guy. He was Obama's top political advisor. Works at CNN now. But he's not a Kool-Aid drinker like a lot of them are over there. He's a rooter, a booster for the uh, left, far left Democratic cause, no doubt. But Axelrod will tell you the truth most of the time. So he goes on with an uh, anchor, Kate Bedingfield, who is a devoted liberal. Roll the tape. I don't think we should underestimate uh, what we saw from voters in 2022 and 2023. They believe that a threat to democracy, they reject a threat to democracy. Uh, and that is motivating. for I'm me. not suggesting he doesn't have talking points in his uh, record that will support a message. Uh, but just let's all be aware. And Trump proved it again yesterday. He is uh, not a normal candidate and he is a pretty formidable candidate. And now this is he's on the ballot. Okay, so to the uh, reporter, Ms. Bettingfield, I don't think we should underestimate. Who's we? I mean, I know who we is. I know where you are. But you're not supposed to be there. Do you not get this? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Biden's going to run on uh, Trump's a threat to democracy. Yeah, sure, we all know that. Anybody believe that? The man served for four years in the Oval Office. Did any democratic institutions collapse? Everybody knows the threat to democracy is in Colorado and Maine, where they're trying to keep Trump off the ballot. Jeez. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time is our most precious asset, and many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, 
grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu slash bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu slash bill to register. Down ticket races, just so you know, next November, all house seats are up, okay? Including my district, the third, the George Santos district. And we're going to have the Republican uh, candidate uh, on in about... 45 seconds, 33 Senate seats, enough to obviously tilt uh, the Senate one way or the other. Okay, so that is on the ballot in November. So her name is Mozzie Pillip. I think I'm saying that correctly. 44 years old, born in Ethiopia into poverty. She was part of the amazing Operation Solomon in 1991, where the state of Israel repatriated, at Israel's expense, uh, Ethiopian Jews, moved them to Israel to live, 14,000 of them. And Miss Pillip was part of that crew. So she was raised in Israel, became a member of the Defense Force, because all people do have to serve in Israel. And in 2005, she uh, emigrated to the United States legally, uh, settled in Great Neck, New York, uh, on the North Shore of Long Island. Um, her husband is a cardiologist. She has seven children. Okay? So she is running against Tom Swazi, who we had on this broadcast last week. He's a Democrat, and Ms. Phillip is a Republican. She joins us now from Westbury, Long Island, where I went to St. Bridget's School. I uh, know it well. First question, and we appreciate you taking the time uh, to come on. Why did you switch from being a Democrat to a Republican? Hi, Bill. Nice to be in your show. Uh, very simple. When I came to this country, as uh, like other uh, immigrants, I registered as a Democrat. But uh, with the years, the Democratic Party left me and so many others. And uh, I saw that the Republican Party sharing the same values uh, that I have. Therefore, I have been uh, you know, Republican. I got elected about two years ago as a county legislator uh, as a Republican. And I got reelected about two months ago for the same seats uh, for the county legislator seat. All right. Give me one example of a value that Republicans have, that Democrats don't, that influence your thinking to change? Yeah. The Republican Party care about this country, and I care about this country. My husband and I immigrated to this country. Uh, we are living the American dream. We own this country. Uh, the Republican Party want to secure our country, our borders. Uh, and as a mother of seven children, I care about, of this, about this, uh, the future of our children. 
And, uh, you know, as a mother, as a parent, you always worry about your children. I don't have to tell you the amount of illegal immigrants coming to this country and the amount of drugs coming from the borders. I am afraid. I'm afraid, you know, they, they're going to find themselves doing things with crime and drugs. Uh, the Republican Party want to secure our borders, and I support that. And the Republican Party want to support our law enforcement. I salute for that. As a person who grew up in Ethiopia, when law enforcement wasn't existing in my time, uh, I want to make sure my children uh, growing in this beautiful country with strong law enforcement. Uh, those are, you know, the issues that I related with the Republican Party. Uh, the Republican Party is all about work hard. You can accomplish anything you want. They okay. want to improve our economy. So, so I am an example of an immigrant. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, certainly you are an example and a good one of someone who came to this country legally and has contributed to the country. And I, and I think Tom Swazi would agree with that, your opponent, who I've known for decades. Um, Israel, do you think they're handling this fight against Hamas correctly? Israel? Yes. Yes, absolutely correctly. Israel was uh, viciously attacked by a terrorist organization on October 7th that we all saw what happened to civilians and babies, uh, children, elderly got killed viciously by this terrorist organization. My family member still live in Israel. I was a soldier. Uh, I feel the pain. It, is, it was shocking for me to see the vicious attack of Hamas on Israel. Uh, and Hamas is the one who broke the, the ceasefire. Hamas who started this war. And Israel has the obligation to protect his civilians. So Israel is doing great. And there's no other choice. We just have to make sure Hamas not going to be able to exist ever again. Okay, the expense of that, though, is innocent civilians, people with nothing, uh, yeah. killed, killed and displaced. And, you know, that's war. We know that. But uh, there are arguments that Israel might be more tactical in the way it confronts Hamas, tries to destroy Hamas, to try to limit the civilian damage. How do you reply to that? Very simple. As a, as a soldier who served in the Israeli idea, uh, Israeli army, I can tell you, Israel don't want to kill civilians. It has been clear for years. For years, Israel trying to prevent, avoid this. Unfortunately, this terrorist organization using its own people, civilians, as human shield. Do you feel bad Abby? for those, though? The, 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 the people who have no power Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Because Absolutely. I feel bad for them, but I understand I what, what Hamas is doing. Everybody understands what Hamas is doing. I, I, I absolutely felt bad, of course. I'm a mother. I feel the pain. But look what happened on the other side. The own leaders, the own leaders putting the, their people life in the front. They don't care. For them, is anything they can use to destroy Israel, they will use it. You know, every time Israel, before they're attacking, they're sending letters in Arabic, writing, please leave the building. Please leave the building. We are about to attack. Give me an army that in the world that acting the way Israeli army is acting, trying to do everything in their power to prevent civilian casualty every time. But when you are dealing with a terrorist organization like Hamas, 
unfortunately, civilians will continue to suffer and the best things for them to happen, for Hamas to go away. So finally, the Palestinian people will have a normal life. Yeah, but right that, now, you, you know, they are not going to have. Ms. Philip, they're not going to go away. They're going to always be there. You, you have to degrade them like we did with ISIS and Al-Qaeda, but they're going away. Final question for you. New York State, obviously been good to you. Um, I know where you live. You live in a nice area, and uh, people over there are very aware uh, a lot of immigrants uh, where you live in Great Neck. Um, but hundreds of thousands of New Yorkers, um, mostly hardworking, taxpaying people, leaving this state, getting out of here, is going to get worse and worse and worse. Why do you think that's happening? Uh, it is unfortunate. Unfortunately, extreme policies in New York uh, really keep taking away the quality of life of so many people here in New York. And I don't blame the one who's uh, living. Think about this. We have immigrants who are coming from the borders without anybody's checking if they are uh, dealing with drugs, if bringing drugs, if they are terrorists, we don't, the, the criminals, we don't know nothing. They're coming in, okay? And then we also have a drip funding, uh, the police movement that taking away every power as possible from law enforcement. A total chaos. Parents, people very worry about their safety, and it makes sense. Of course, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be worried about my safety and my children's safety if the governor and the people we elected is not there to protect us. Instead yeah, of being the, tough on crime, they you are. The, you know, the, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you got the crazy taxes on top of it. I mean. Um, Yesterday, the, I'm sure you know this, the budget was passed, Hochul, Kathy Hochul, the governor's budget was passed, and there's another uh, $3 billion for just New York to pay for the welfare of the migrants. Well, where is that money coming from? We already have a deficit. That, that means they got to pile on more tax, the more tax, the more tax, the more tax. And that's another reason people are gone. Um, exactly. They keep hurting the middle class families. Well, and that is a big problem. Yeah, absolutely brutal. Ms. Phillip, we wish you the best. Um, we're going to follow the race very closely. You're welcome here anytime. If you want to talk to something uh, about something, it should be a very fascinating race in November. And uh, if you win, I, I, you know, I want you to be nice to us here in the third district, because after that Santos rat, we need a good representatives here. Okay. You're right, Bill. On. The February 13th is the election. And I'm very excited. Thank you very much for sure, having thanks me. Thanks for coming on. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield Protect what you don't expect. 
See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. The Biden-Harris campaign says, this is coming from them, It has the largest war chest of any Democratic candidate in history, $117 million on hand. Okay, I believe it. All right. Barack Obama at this point, uh, second time around, had 95. Running against Romney. So there's a lot of money flowing into the Biden-Harris campaign. But there's a little sleight of hand going on here. So they say the average donation is $41.88. 97% of the donations to Biden-Harris, less than $200. That's true, but most of the donations go to the political action committees, not to Biden-Harris. So the small donations do go to Biden-Harris, but the big ones, Go to the political action committees. There are three entities in this country. Hollywood, Silicon Valley, and New York City, Manhattan, that are pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into the Democratic cause this election cycle. So the head of the Biden campaign is Jeffrey Katzenberg. He is a Hollywood mogul. He has never held elective office. He doesn't know anything about elective office. Why would he be the head of their campaign? Because he is a rainmaker, a money guy. He's buddies with Steven Spielberg, Ari Emanuel, Reed Hastings, all of the big Hollywood moguls pumping money and money and money. And you go north to Silicon Valley, five-hour drive, There's Mark Zuckerberg. Hello, Mark. Hey. Okay. And all of the other titans of social media pumping money. And you go east to New York City. Hello, George Soros and his crew. And the combination is overwhelming. The money that the Biden people are going to have. Now, it's not going to do them any good. I don't think. Because the folks don't have any money. 
They're getting drained when they go into the gas and grocery stores. So these TV commercials, I can't imagine that it would help. All right, Iran. So they fire a missile into Kurdistan, Iraq, the small town of Erdil, where the Israelis have a little spy nest, Mossad. And the U.S. has an airbase outside of that town. So uh, Iran pumps in missiles, just fires them, and admits it. That's an act of war, is it not? Okay, just keep that in mind. Then Iran says, we're putting our Revolutionary Guard, these are the terrorists that work for Tehran, into Yemen to help the Houthis. That's actually a good thing, because that are all in that one little area. I I just hope that somebody in the Biden administration has read Killing the Killers. I really do. Because the strategy that Obama and Trump used, Obama at the end of his administration, he made huge mistakes in the beginning. But the strategy they used to dissemble Al-Qaeda and ISIS is the strategy we should be using today. Don't throw this out. You just do it. You got the Revolutionary Guard in Yemen? Okay. We got drones. Boom. No population centers in Yemen. One town, I think. Smart life. And here's another reason that Joe Biden, I don't, can't, inconceivable that he gets reelected. So after COVID, car prices went up 30%, new car, 38%, used car. They did that because of chip shortages and supply chain disruptions. So when you're getting your Toyotas from Japan, couldn't get them quick enough. All right. They have a lot of plants here, I know. But the supply chain was was fractured under COVID. Well, that's gotten worse. Now we don't have COVID under Biden because Biden, Transportation Department, can't do anything. That's Buttigieg. They don't know what they're doing. So, a new car in 2023, last year, averaged $50,364. Used car, $31,000. All right, this is according to uh, the car shopping app Copilot. And um, MarketWatch estimates that you have to earn $100,000 a year to afford a car. Why? car insurance rates. Have you seen them? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Tomorrow in Smart Life, I'm going to do, there is a shopping app for car insurance, and I'm going to do that tomorrow to show you where you can go to compare and maybe get a better rate. Um, My car insurance, I was, I must have been there 30 years. They sent me a bill, doubled it. I said, no. Okay, I got new car insurance. I'm not going to tell you what company because the company may not be work out for me. But I said, no, I'm not. And then I call, I call a guy. So what are you doubling my car insurance? I said, no, I, I didn't even have a claim. And it, they don't care. And have you seen how many commercials there are, which cost them tens of millions of dollars to buy NFL time on these car commercials? Have you seen that? 
every two minutes. You got Mahomes and the Kansas City guys and out there with the car insurance. Meanwhile, they're doubling everybody's. So you have to earn, according to MarketWatch, $100,000 a year to afford a car. This is beyond crazy. Final thing about this smart life segment. My uh, son, when he came back from Oxford in December, needed a car. So he did very, very well over there. I couldn't have asked for a better performance from him. So I gave my car guys, I said, look, I'm buying him a used vehicle. All right. This is what he wants. And it took us three weeks of research. And we got it at a good price. So you got to research, but it's doable. Okay, New York State, where I am right now, highest tax state in the union, which is why hundreds of thousands of people are leaving the state to go to Florida and Texas or other low-tax states. New budget, Kathy Hochul is the governor. This is unbelievable. So $2.4 billion in the budget to pay for migrants to New York, $2.4 billion. Joe Biden. Was New York State paying $2.4 million billion with a B to help migrants under Donald Trump? No. So now taxes in New York are have to go up again, again, and again, and again, and again. So we are paying for millions of foreign nationals. Hardworking people are paying for that. And these left-wing politicians, ah, it's okay. Not okay. You got to protect your people. Incredible. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Smart life. Okay. This is important. So one of my weaknesses is a lack of patience. And I'm working on it. When you order anything over the phone, even on the internet, you don't have to deal with a human being. But over the phone. When you order anything, the odds of you getting someone on the other end of the line who is competent are about 10 to 1. Last night. So I wanted a meatball hero with Parmesan. That's what I wanted. Easy order. Meatball hero, Parmesan. Meatball parm. I call up a place that makes that pretty well in my area. Young woman answers. Hi, 
I give my name because I've ordered from that restaurant before. I said, I'd like to have a to-go order that I'll pick up. I need a meatball Parmesan hero. Then I said it again. I need a meatball Parmesan hero. Silence. About 30 seconds. I went, hello. And a woman was, I I'm trying to type your name into the computer. Why? <laughs> I said, well, um, it's Bill O'Reilly. That maybe could take you six seconds. Now, I'm trying not to be nasty. I am. I'm trying to be neutral. Then she says, what did you want again? Third time. Okay. Meatball, Parmesan, hero, to go. I will pick it up. Bill O'Reilly. Silence. About eight seconds. You want Parmesan on it? I swear to God. What? Okay. You get it. You've done it. You've been through it. You have lived it. I didn't get mad. I was, I guess. And the reason I didn't get mad was because I have a new mantra about patience. It comes from a Bill Murray movie called Meatballs. Interesting, right? Meatball Parm, movie's called Meatballs. Roll the tape. Do you know that every Mohawk competitor has an electrocardiogram, blood and urine tests every 48 hours to see if there's any change in his physical condition? Do you know that they use the most sophisticated training methods from the Soviet Union, East and West Germany, and the newest Olympic power, Trinidad Tobago? But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And there you go. It just doesn't matter. That's my mantra when I'm dealing with these people. Now, there comes a point where you have to say enough. I understand that. But I'm not getting testy. I used to. And then I said, ah, you know, the poor girl is probably 17. You know, eh, it just doesn't matter. Smart life. If it's a little thing, be patient. Let it go. New poll. Real clear. Thousand American adults. I love this poll. Where do you hear this? First question. We would like to ask you about various things some people believe in. Please indicate each one that you believe in or not. Ghosts. 61% of Americans believe in ghosts. 39% do not. Now, a lot of my friends believe in ghosts. I never saw one. I've been in spooky places. Okay, second one, the devil. Do you believe in the devil? 70% say yes. Do not believe 30. Now, if you read Killing the Witches, that's the best devil exposition you'll ever get. So, I do believe in, the, in uh, the evil one, as theologians call it. Do you believe in God? 85% of Americans say yes. Ooh, that's going to really, really rankle them in Hollywood. Um, 15% are atheists, don't believe in God. Aliens, do you believe 57% believe, do not believe 
Okay, so most Americans believe in aliens. A woman I knew years ago, extremely honest, very religious, you know, very, very solid, told me she had an alien encounter. And she was horrified telling me. And I listened. But my question is, all over the world, there are hundreds and hundreds of countries, and not one of them has produced alien evidence or UFO solid evidence, not one. I don't believe in aliens. Uh, Jesus is God or the son of God. Believe 80%, don't believe 20%. All right, I'm of course a believer. Witches, whoa. Believe in witches 46%, do not believe 54%. But, you know, if you believe in the devil, the devil drives the witches. So, miracles. Do you believe in miracles? Al Michaels, the ice hockey team. 83% believe in miracles, do not believe 17%. I believe in miracles. I think miraculous things have happened. Reincarnation. I'm coming back as Holly the terror dog, by the way. Um, believe 48, do not believe 52, evenly split. Heaven, do you believe in heaven? 85% say yeah. Do not believe 15%. And finally, hell. 72% of Americans believe in Hades. It's another word for hell, H-A-D-E-S. And 28% say nope. No hell, we can be as bad and wicked as we want to be, and we're never going to be punished. Okay, uh, I hope there is a judgment day and justice. Final thought of the day. I can't believe on January 5th, 2008, 16 years ago, it seems like it was just yesterday, I'm up in New Hampshire, the primary campaign is underway. I'm running around. I'm going to Hillary Clinton events. I'm going to Barack Obama events. And it's chilly, but I'm having a blast. So I'm working for Fox News. And my crew sets up for a Obama rally. Okay? So after the rally, there's a receiving line where the then-senator comes down and shakes hands. Dignitaries, local, you know, that guy. My camera's right in back of the receiving line. Okay. Enter chaos. A man named Marvin Nicholson. Barack Obama's body man. Guy goes with him everywhere. He starts miss behaving. Roll the tape. But the guy then moves over and blocks Tim's shot again. Well, that's a total violation of press freedom. So I had no choice, ladies and gentlemen, but to uphold the Constitution. Hey, stop blocking the shot, now. You're blocking the shot. No, you're not. You're doing it on purpose. Don't block the shot.
and everybody in the world will see it. Hey, Senator, a word, please. Senator, a word, please. Senator, we came all the way up to see you. Senator, a word. Let me shake your hand. Thank you. Good to see you. All right. Now, after that handshake, I didn't, of course, let it go. I said, look, you got to talk to me. And he said he would. And he did. Obama kept his word. I did three interviews with him, one in the campaign. Now, that was such an outrageous thing that that guy Marvin Nicholson did. And the other guys in the suits were Secret Service guys. Okay, so I didn't want to embarrass them, but I, you heard me. They can't do that. So I'm a little testy, but I was justified. That's called righteous anger. You don't do that. Um, A couple times in my career, we've had that. But that was a moment in time I will never forget. Now, Obama, he didn't have anything to do with it. I didn't hold him accountable for that. It was that Nicholson guy. And he was just, I'll give O'Reilly a hard time. Okay, that's what you get. Now, that's legendary, by the way. And I know a lot of you didn't see it or you didn't remember it. You forgot about it. But in campaign annals. So after this all unfolds and Obama did commit to the interview, um, I just wrote it down in my notebook. We'll see. And he did. He came through. Um, I interviewed him in Rock, Pennsylvania um, during the Republican convention. That's when he gave me the interview because he wanted me to come from Minneapolis to York, which I did. I mean, I got on a plane, boom, 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 boom. Uh, it was important that I, that I speak with him. Now, New Hampshire now is different than it was 16 years ago. Right? That was a very competitive primary between Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And at that time, nobody really knew that Obama was going to be able to make it. I knew because I saw the difference in the rallies. Because the Clinton rallies, nobody, it was a few homeless people like this. Obama's rallies are packed. Younger people. I remember New Hampshire is divided into two areas. And this is important. The southern area are Boston commuters who fled the Commonwealth of Massachusetts because of crazy taxes. New Hampshire has low taxes. But they commute into Boston. All right? That's a liberal bastion. But the upper two-thirds of the state are traditional conservatives. Now, Next Tuesday, and we'll be all over this, by the way. I mean, you'll get, as I said at the beginning of the show, the best coverage here. The key question is, will Nikki Haley get enough Democrats to vote for her to try to damage Trump? Look, the polls show that Nikki Haley would beat Joe Biden. But believe me, the stronger candidate is Donald Trump. That's, he's just a stronger personality. Democrats don't want any part of him. You heard Axelrod earlier. You don't don't want any part of him. So, um, we're going to be watching, and I already know that tens of millions of dollars have gone from Washington, D.C., the political action committees that helped Biden, into New Hampshire to canvas Democrats, registered Democrats, to switch and they could switch on the day of the vote. They could just walk into the polling place, go, 
I'm a Democrat, but I want to be an independent. And they go, okay. Then you vote for Nikki Haley against Trump. So that's what's going on. And it makes it unique. That wasn't happening 16 years ago. It was a straight vote. Okay, you remember it was McCain. And, and the Republicans were dealing with him. And then it was Hillary and Barack Obama. But I, uh, I don't regret a second of what I did. Not a second. Because that guy, Nicholson, and we try to trace him. I asked my producers, I said, try to find out where he is now. What is he doing? Couldn't find him. So if you know Marvin or Marvin, if you're watching, you know, let me know what you're doing. And subsequently, uh, Marvin and I ran into each other and we had a handshake. So that was months later, but we didn't leave on real bad terms. All right. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great weekend. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.